Hey, what's up, everyone? This is Coach Mark Nolan, and back with another episode of DonutKickYourCoverage.com. Today's sponsor is TheKickerZone.com, the longest-serving football kicking and punting organization in the United States since 1975. Before we jump into our second part of our four-part series of Sports Parents University, I want to personally thank all of you who have been listening to this podcast series, whether you're a high school athlete getting ready to work out in the gym or on your way to practice. Thanks for listening and hope you'll tell your teammates about our podcast. To the parents and grandparents and yes, coaches out there listening, I do truly hope you enjoy this series and take with it the sense of me having worked with and interfaced with thousands of parents like yourself, as well as me being a parent of two athletes. And this series is one I spent a lot of time on. So again, thanks for listening. And secondly, we would like to take this opportunity to recognize our new affiliate partner program agreement with a company I have used for nearly 60 years of my life. And that is the Wilson Sporting Good Family of Products. And with me going back to when I was nine years old, using my first The Duke football playing Kill the Man on our parents' front lawn with our neighbors. The Duke football we used back then stood up in the rain, in the snow, in the sun, and even the concrete streets of our hometown in New Jersey. There has been no other brand to have partnered with a major American sports league as in the NFL than Wilson has. And of course, Wilson's the Duke NFL football, and with the establishment of the league in 1941 for over 81 years, the Duke has been at the heart of the game of football. What's amazing is that not only has every touchdown been scored with the Wilson football, but each NFL game ball has been expertly handcrafted in Ada, Ohio by skilled craftspeople for decades. Another Wilson organization I use every year is Wilson football's reblattering group, also out of Ada, Ohio, where I send back dozens of old Wilson GST footballs I've purchased and they fixed them for me at a very modest cost, allowing me to give them to other football teams here in the Atlanta area who may need some footballs for the following year. If anyone would like to know the address and what it costs to rebladder a football, please drop me a line at mnolan at thekickerszone.com or call me at 678-200-7540 and I would be more than happy to help. I also use the Wilson family prep kit uh, along with the conditioning cream and Wilson tax spray on every one of the Wilson GSTs, the Wilson primes and NFL balls, which I currently have about 45 balls I use to train with each weekend. And yes, as an affiliate member in this podcast, there are affiliate links and I will be compensated if you make a purchase after clicking on my links, which of course is another way to help promote our brand while seeing some great new items that are coming out. In the event, Wilson might send me any new products that I might be testing out. I will let you know, but for now, as I said, any Wilson product I help promote that is purchased through our affiliate program, I do receive a small commission. So let's jump into our second series of Sports Parents University, which I actually trademarked a while back. As you may remember, this is a four-part series with the last week's episode win being the freshman year overview. And like when your children suddenly jump from that middle school graduation to finding yourself 
in the high school gym with a bunch of new parents surrounding you and being told about the new school and how this is different from middle school, this is kind of like that. Of course, I am not going to tell you to buy the super duper 40 yard line stadium seat booster club package. Although the head coach in your sport knows full well who has bought them and who has not. So just in case of a tie between two players vying for that starting role, if Johnny's parents bought that super duper package and you didn't, guess who's going to get more playing time? You also have to purchase those nice plastic comfy seats for grandmom and granddad to sit on during the game or the tickets to every sporting event throughout the year. And yes, even the raffle tickets for that huge basket that holds the stale old jams and jellies that has been sitting in the AD's office since last year's winner who never picked it up. But it would be great if you would pick up my, my international best-selling number one book entitled College Athletic Scholarships, The Path to Recruiting Success in the New Age of NIL, The Transfer Portal, and Post-College Scholarships, which is available on Amazon, Books to Read, and a bunch of others. And in the coming weeks, I'll have a special offer on my parents' and students' consulting package, so please stay tuned. As I mentioned in my first podcast, the youth sports industry is an $18 billion a year industry and growing at a 4% clip each year, with the leaders in youth sports being basketball, with 3.44 million kids, baseball at 2.8 million kids, soccer at 1.48 million, football 1.48 million, and tennis at 1.41 million. Today, we're going to shed some light, not just on these numbers, but to drill down in just one of these sports, baseball, and see how crazy it can be from T-ball to the four years of high school baseball, and yes, to poke some fun of you as parents, so by the time we hit the senior year and graduate with that grand slam, you'll be able to laugh, hopefully, at this series. So this is where the second part of our four-part series begins with the sophomore year of Sports Parents University. And just as freshmen from last week are part of the old English nobility and culture of ranking class, sophomore comes from the Greek word sophos, meaning clever or wise, and the word moros, meaning foolish. So in reality, sophomore or sophomore means a wise fool. But also soph appears in the word philosophy, which means a love of wisdom. And what's funny is that the same root word moros gives us the word moron. Now, don't get offended, but if you do, just blame it on the English universities dating back to the 1600s and not me. Listen, as sports parents, Going down this journey, sitting or standing and watching your kids, you've either shouted out loud or to yourselves calling out people who are making fools of themselves or you've called them morons. And maybe, just maybe, some of them are sophomores as well. So let's get back to the second year. When I was coaching youth athletics back in the early 80s, then on to high school athletics and refereeing youth baseball, and basketball games and soccer matches, I sometimes referred to sports parents as being in a couple of camps. And as I got older and somewhat wiser, I'd be able to assess these parents before and during a game 
And so I created this list throughout the years to help me when I was either coaching or being a ref. I started with the terrible twos, mom and dads who tag team opposing parents and referees and coaches, which I am sure all of you have seen. And the terrific twos, those parents who came to each game, sitting, standing, and cheering their kids on, you know, like Ozzy and Harriet from when we grew up. Other names I came up with were the travel twos, the terrorizing twos, usually alcohol involved, the theatrical twos, the transgressive twos who normally exceeded the limits of the boundaries in the stands of social acceptabilities, the toxic twos. Now, normally they've been the star player's parents and then the athlete becomes one themselves, you know, kind of like a mini me. And lastly, the tribes people or who I call the chime-ins and are my favorite group to pick out in a game or tournament. In my next two episodes, of the junior and senior years, I'll dive into some of the others, but for now, this is where the groups in the second year cover all the other sports parents university, all seem to migrate to and comes from the very beginning of the early youth leagues. For instance, having started in the baseball coaching and umpiring back in the early 80s, this is where I think the true sophomore sports parents get their monikers and awards I've given them. I've done my own research on these, no fancy government study, just me interacting and listening to thousands of folks the past 47 years of youth coaching and being a ref umpire and running several large and successful organizations. See, in youth baseball, we've moved away from the Little League and Babe Ruth games I played on growing up to the new era of travel t-ball and seven, eighth month long seasons depending on where you live and how many frequent flyer miles you have and free hotels and car rentals. And of course, where on any given weekend, you can find an elite baseball tournament being held in one of 10,000 sports complexes in the United States. And for one of the tens of thousands of travel baseball teams, which has been exploding since the mid nineties. And this ladies and gentlemen is where I place the terrible and terrific tooth parents who start here and who end up as tribe folks, the chime-ins, or head back to Ozzy and Harriet reality world, hopefully tamed down by their senior year, and some now resetting of expectations of that first round draft pick in the MLB. For instance, when little Joey or Janie start to see some real development at the T-ball and being moved up to coach pitch baseball, of course, driven by the local board of directors as to who moves up and who moves down. Mom and dad then realized that little league is just not going to cut it. And travel ball is where it's at. And all of a sudden, one of the tribes people recruit you over to their team. And then it's goodbye little league and off to travel ball America. Trade in that old worn out glove and cleats and get that new Wilson baseball 2022 A2K SC 1786 11.5 infield glove at about 400 bucks. And the Louisville Slugger 2022 Meta negative three, two and five eights BBCOR baseball bat at $499.95. Heck, no worries. They have four easy interest-free payments. So what are you waiting for? No doubt with Amazon Prime, you'll have it tomorrow. Now I must warn you, unless you're currently in the Tribes folks group, 
if you don't share Johnny's $500 bat with little Larry and the rest of the future tribe folks kids at batting practice, there will be hell to pay. But let's get back to the new reality. Travel ball trials will be coming up soon, and let's not forget we need to find a new hitting and fielding coach. No more 12-game series for us. We are going all out. Hey, you might even reach out to your old other tribes folks to see what hitting or fielding coach they might recommend. But again, be careful. They may see a threat to their own child and don't want their son or daughter relegated to that bench warmer position. But you know, sometimes this does work in your favor, especially if the paid coach does offer a bonus if a newbie is recommended by the tribes folks who get a free lesson for their little Johnny. Now, speaking of the new coach, who is no doubt getting paid, they are lining up those 12U tournaments as well. Don't worry. He or she will make sure there are some guest players, even though the coach told you the roster was locked up. And of course, many of these guest players, your son or daughter has played against who will now become part of your baseball team's tribes people or in the new stand-in chimes of your team. No doubt they'll be welcomed with open arms. And let's not forget they'll be bringing in that new Wilson-Louisville bat along with them. For those parents who may not be in baseball, or here's a brief overview for you. But many of you can probably relate to in you and your child's travel ball sport. And yes, this does include the cheer folks and even those Irish dance and travel bull riding folks out there. See, an average season is about a 12-game schedule, excluding tournaments and playoffs. So it could be up to 20 games in a season. And just as a data point, if little Johnny or Janie stays in Little League, you know, there are six divisions, all the way up to senior division, which is 13 to 16 years of age. That would be 156 games with a high end of 260 games and between 12 and 20 games a season. Throw in high school games, 30 or so a year, at another 120. And if they are playing summer ball travel, they might play up to another 50 games each summer, and that's another 200 games. So by the time they are graduating high school, they may have played over 580 baseball games. Well, roughly 41 games a year from getting T-ball through high school. So that's 13 years and not too intense, right? Certainly one can hope they can manage this both financially and emotionally for both the athlete and the parents. And we generally see more Ozzy and Harriet's here with this group In travel ball. We see this a bit different and the pay to play comes in more in just about every travel sport and especially travel baseball. And here's a quick story for you. One day at a baseball game where a friend of mine whose son I was watching play was telling me of a 14-year-old on their travel team who commuted twice a week back and forth from Birmingham, Alabama to the Atlanta area, which is about a two-and-a-half-hour drive each way to play on this elite baseball team. And upon hearing this, I said, hey, you know, no longer will the umpire be saying play ball before the first pitch. They'll be saying pay ball. I said this over 25 years ago when I was seeing the travel ball industry 
really take off in the mid-90s. And that is where we are today. And by the way, in the college transfer portal, currently there are over 3,000 baseball players who for some reason or another have decided to leave and try another team, you know, for the next season without having to sit out. I do wonder how many of these decisions to transfer by the athlete came from them or from the tribes folks' parents. But as they say, back to the pay-by-play action and we'll go from there. So here's where the rubber meets the mound, so to speak, and my sophomore groups and why I've identified them. As I mentioned earlier in my data points, the total number of games being played from T-ball to the second year of high school sophomore parents tend to be in the terrible twos. And it's basically because they have probably been to over a couple of hundred games, especially if little Johnny and Janie are playing other competitive travel, whatever ball. So they could potentially be nearly 750 or even a thousand games at this sophomore year. To start, I would like to paraphrase Mr. Rod Serling, who I had, who had a show back in the 1960s called the Twilight Zone, and for who I had was a huge fan. Mr. Sterling would start out with, so just imagine, if you will, you're about to enter another dimension, a dimension not only of sight and sound, but of mind and huge dollars and commitment, I will add. A journey into the wondrous land of the imagination. Next up, the Twilight Zone. And here I'm changing this to, next up, the Sophomore Zone. I picked Mr. Sterling's TV episodes into the sophomore year parents because by now two things are happening. Little Johnny and Janie is starting to migrate to one sport that they seem to be more jazzed up about and more intense as to where they might want to land in college if they decide to play college sports. And two, the sophomore parent has had ample opportunity to see other talented kids in their child sport from not just travel ball, but now playing in high school settings. There is now freshman baseball, JV baseball, and of course, varsity baseball. The rules in high school for the parents who might have been tribes folks from travel to the stands of the local high school are, yes, way more different. And the coaching staffs don't normally like a lot of grief from the parents, but these coaches are not being paid by the tribes folks, but usually by the school. Now goes away the endless weekly emails to the coaches about playing time and updates of how you see the game from last week. And of course, the scouting report you've drawn up on the next opponent, complete with those hand signals you've stolen while driving an hour away with the other tribes folks to see the opponents play. No more $500 radar guns with you behind the plate. Of course, calling balls and strikes for the head umpire or crew chief to see this into capturing Jack and Johnny's fastball, especially if they're only playing JV. We don't want the varsity coach who is about to call up our son or daughter, get mad at us if we're doing it on the flip side, we can still get that win reality VR batting software for only 29 bucks a month. And it's a real steal, right? But let's not also forget, we still need that $100 an hour, half hour lesson with old coach Tim, the travel coach. Can't piss him off, right? So here the terrible twos as parents in high school should start to dial it back. 
and think of themselves of not being the chiefs of the high school tribes, folks, but being more kept in line as a chime in. Since the new tribes folks in high school are the parents in the junior and senior years of the baseball tribe hierarchy, or as I like to call them, the taming of the two. And yes, a play on words from Shakespeare's comedy of the taming of the shrew. We're now being not quite on the bottom of the high school parent tribes folks totem pole and not quite in the middle yet. The sophomore parent now must seek out where they can infiltrate the upper high school tribes folks. Some will do this by taking an active role in the concession stands or helping line the fields or chasing earned foul balls during practice or even volunteering to be the team mom, dad, and helping watch those unis all the while seeking out how to climb the parent totem pole. Of course, making sure you are fully supporting the high school athletics team with that, getting that gold sponsor all access pass along the way. But heck, it's all worth it, right? The taming of the two has taken shape and now you're in. This will at least allow you to throw a few nasty time shouts of, are you kidding me? With authority, since you have been to a couple hundred games from T-Bow on up, you, better than the umpire, knows a strike zone over them. And before getting that nod of approval by the upperclassmen's kids' tribes, folks, you've meant it, you're marked now in the tribe, you're on your way. Don't be surprised to get that introduction into the tribe with that secret handshake now given and possibly, just possibly, a call up to the box to help announce or flick the balls and strikes on the scoreboard. Of course, the only downside is you won't be able to shout as much at the umpire. On the flip side, if you choose to think that with high school ball just being somewhat of an extension of travel ball, where you can just continue with your shouting and other behaviors you've been doing in travel ball, as was the previous years, you are in for a huge surprise. And if this is you, please, for the sake of your children, Try to be more on the Ozzy and Harriet folks and be a more bit tampered down in the sophomore year. As I said in the beginning of this podcast, being the sophomore parents university series, use the soft part of this as a love of wisdom and not the morose part of the moron in the stands you've seen in the past. And so in closing, I hope you enjoyed this sports parents university sophomore year series. And just like I used Mr. Rod Serling earlier, I would like to quote him on one of the episodes from one of his shows called Steel. Portrait of a losing side. Proof positive that you can't outpunch machinery. Proof also of something else that no matter what the future brings, man's capacity to rise to the occasion will remain unaltered. His potential for tenacity and optimism continues, as always, to outfight, outpoint, and outlive any and all changes made by his society, for which three cheers and a unanimous decision rendered from the Twilight Zone. So once again, thanks everyone for listening, and I would be grateful if you would put those five stars in the review rankings on the platform you're listening to. And until next time, do me a favor, and don't outkick your coverage, and we'll see you shortly for the junior year of Sports Parents University. This is Coach Mark Nolan signing off.